Welcome to Getting My Act Together podcast for Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. I hope you're doing well. I hope your week is off to a good start. And I hope I'm not yelling. <laughs> Sounded like I came out a little hot with that coffee kicking in. I don't know. Having a nice coffee this morning and had a very interesting dream involving Jim Jones, <laughs> the former cult leader, who might go on the list when it comes to cult leaders. I know you can probably name a few others, but, uh, and as, as you've heard me talk about, to be on the list, generally you have to be synonymous with what you're, you do for work, and Jim Jones is pretty close to that. You know, now that I say it, you know who else goes on the list? Anthony Fauci. Podcast listeners and uh, observers of my comedy act know that I am a pro-Fauci, like how can you not trust the guy? And uh, also, he's the only epidemiologist we know. And people are still like, you know, uh, Tony, you don't know what you're talking about. He's literally the only, and in his name it says, epidemic studier. I think that's probably what epidemiology means, the study of epidemics. <laughs> you're like, no, man, my brother works at AutoZone, and he said it's, uh, it's Chinese something or other. All right, all right. Anyway, Fauci should be on the list. Jim Jones probably should be on the list. So the list, if, if you haven't heard me talk about it, it is like the greatest people to ever do their job. And you have to just about, like I said, be synonymous with that job. So maybe Dr. Dre is on it for being behind the boards. Tony Hawk is on the list uh, because he's synonymous with, with what he, he did and does. The Kardashians are all Kim Kardashian's on the list because she is the very best at what she does, whatever it is that she does, besides make a lot of money. Trying to figure out, uh, come to mind who else would go on the list. Um, just truly, I'm sorry that the list is failing me at the moment. Uh, so, criteria like i said before it can't be like michael jordan or lebron james because there are so many people that you could say are the best nba player not so many but there's more than one anyway <clears throat> for all intents and purposes i don't think it's intense purpose i think it's intent and purpose and i don't have a lot of i'm not a i like well i like language to be used. i don't want to say i like well spoken i like words to be used appropriately i guess but I'm not a snob about it. I do, though, get my, my skin crawls sometimes when people say, etc. Yeah, yeah, this, this, and etc. It's, it's etc. What well, sounds gayer? <laughs> etc. Anyway, Jim Jones is pretty close to being on the list, I think, for cult leaders. And I had a dream about him early this morning when I was trying to get back to sleep. And I was thinking about jokes. Uh, and I was thinking about whatever else but in my dream one of those like half awake half sleep dreams there's another character in there and maybe it's me the podcast host <laughs> who's trying to start a cult i don't think so but there is a, another character in the dream who is interested in influencing people and and uh there's jim jones and he, this person who's, who's trying to become a fledgling cult leader, maybe this is a, something I'll pitch to Netflix, uh, an up-and-coming podcaster 
trying to uh, gather the masses, solicits the advice of wise old sage Jim Jones. <laughs> and the two get up to some hijinks and Kool-Aid. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Anyway, this cult leader, this wannabe cult leader, uh, is not even cult, I, I guess cult leader, needs some help. And so he goes to, in my dream, he goes to Jim Jones, who is just there, and still has those fucking 70s undercover cop sunglasses on. That everyone seemed to wear back then. They're like smoky tint. You know what I'm, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say Jim Jones sunglasses. The, you know what Jim Jones sunglasses might go on the list. <laughs> they might be the most famous sunglasses of all time, or those uh, ones Kanye wore ten years ago with the slats. They look like uh, mini blinds, or they looked exactly like the Max Headroom sunglasses that came out, you know, twenty five years before that, or whatever. Who cares? Jim Jones is on the list, I think, of cult leaders. I'll ask my friend for confirmation, but in my dream, the guy goes to Jim Jones, and he's like, hey, uh, so I'm trying to get this thing together. Uh, what do you think? I, I could use your insight. And Jones uh, is kind of deferential. He's like, I've, I've been out of the game for a minute. <laughs> and he, he, he's not like the most confident uh, former really successful cultless say what you want about jim jones and a lot can be said the man was successful at building a cult i think that's unequivocal and he got him to the finish line horrific and sad as it was for a lot a lot of people and let me know by the way if there is the quintessential jonestown documentary is there and all i need to do is just type type it into google I need to. I'd need to like. I'd like to watch that, and I would also like to watch not a mini series about it, <clears throat> which I understand exists, but I want to watch the compre comprehensive documentary about Chernobyl. So if you have that, let me know what that is. Not. I don't want to watch a, a series starring good-looking actors. I want to watch a documentary done by people who have been. Uh, who have been vetted a little bit, who, who do that for work. Like my man, Academy Award winner, whose name escapes me, but did the movie called Dissident, which I didn't even have to watch because five minutes before it came out, uh, the U.S. was like, yeah, Saudi Arabia did that shit, but we're still going to be friends with them. So I didn't even have to watch The Dissident, but you know, I will one of these days. Academy Award winner, whatever his name is. I want somebody like that with a Chernobyl view and also, same thing for Jonestown. I guess those guys did that wild country, which is hypocrites up there in Oregon. They just wanted to sing and have sex, and you're like, we don't like them because they wear orange and purple, and this gangster Indian woman is running the whole game. Jones, to my guy, the cult leader, uh, my fledgling cult leader, Jones is... He he's he, he lacks confidence, and it, it was kind of endearing because he's like I'm you know, yeah I mean I, I I know the tricks of the trade in like 1978, but this is 2021. A lot's happened. I don't I don't have the internet for better or worse. He might have Jones might have been canceled back in the day. Jones 
I'm going to say Jones is more successful than QAnon, but QAnon, I guess, pretty good because... But QAnon didn't get a result. QAnon just has half the country believing in, in, in thing, at something that's not true about the election. And I mean that apolitically. It's just not true that there was a fraudulent election. Period. That's it. It's the end. But, but I, could, I could never vote again, and I will... And I know for I know few things for certain, and one of which is that that election was uh, fair and square. <laughs> so, uh, but Q was successful in dividing the country, I guess, in that way. But Jones, he got people to go to a different continent. You know, that's pretty powerful. And to see him in my dream, what are we talking about? I'm talking about your dreams. Tell me about your dreams. What are you, what are your aspirations? Well. Sometimes I dream about Jim Jones. It was very endearing that J- Jones was like, ah, dude, I didn't do it with the internet, which makes him even more of a sort of cult-leading gangster. He did it He did it the old-fashioned way, a little uh, boot, boot leather. He, he just walked around and handed people pamphlets and spit that whatever that got him to... He got people to go to a different continent. He got people to kill a congressman. And to see my man Jim Jones in my dream again, feeling like he might not be up to helping my guy was was kind of uh, kind of endearing. Certainly J- Jones died, right? He died in that Kool-Aid event down there. Someone please let me know the name of the definitive James Jones documentary and the definitive uh, Chernobyl documentary. And also, while you're at it, if anyone knows these two things also, I would love to see a documentary about the building of the U.S. interstate system, if you know of one. How post-war all these these mega-efficient means of getting people from city to city came to be. And also how they fractured and split up communities and also provided hope and access for a lot of people just the complexity of the u.s highway system i'd like to see that if you have that please and then finally if anybody is in the coaster making business <laughs> i'm gonna make coasters with my picture of the podcast the picture of me with my sunglasses on and um, it's just gonna i think i'm gonna have it wrap around like a campaign co- uh, coaster wrap around my face simply saying i'm embarrassed to listen to the getting my act together podcast just for a little bit of publicity because i've noticed now and it was certainly not intentional for someone to come up and tell me that they were you know embarrassed to listen to it but now that i have a bit uh bit in my set in my act talking about the podcast people come up and say what's the name of it again and uh, i'll check it out and people more and more people are checking it out so why not why not have as many people listen to it as you can? So if you, those are my four asks of you today. Do you know the definitive documentary about the U.S. highway system, Chernobyl, Jonestown, and if you can do those three things and also make coasters, hit me up at Smith on Instagram or Smith at gmail.com. I would appreciate the insights. So that's what I was dreaming about this morning. Jones, I was, you know, that's the depth of my empathy. I was humanizing Jim Jones. Well, you fucking jerk off. You shouldn't do that because he was a monster. 
Well, like I told you, my late great-grandmother told me she loved Hitler. And I was like, my brother and I was like, we could not get our heads around that. What do you mean you loved Hitler? And she was like, I just feel like everybody should be loved. It was like some Catholic thing. We couldn't, like, you love Hitler? But she was also, like, looking at us like, you know, little boys. I love him in a way that, like, me saying it is funny to you or strange to you, but I don't mean it that way. So she was not, she was she was a wise woman. And, you know, she was looking at us like, I see what you guys are doing. But nonetheless, she told us she loved Hitler. And I guess that's just me. Is that what that is? My grandmother coming through me all these years later and having me empathize in a dream for Jim Jones. Jones, the the cult leader who just, uh, he lost his moxie later on in his second life when he appeared in my dream. And the cult leader was like, but you're Jim Jones. We, I just need a little bit of like guidance. David Koresh just did it on his own. And Jones was like, you know, I, I'd love to help you, but, uh, you know, maybe we can get coffee one of these days. And I don't really know how the dream finished up, but I thought that was a, I was like, I thought that was a perspective we don't often see. <laughs> we don't often see when people discuss Jim Jones. Lord, on, on, I could not tell you why I thought about that. I could not tell you how that entered its way into my dreams. Probably because I was thinking about, maybe, maybe, was I connecting religions and cults in my head? Could that have been it? I don't know. And the reason I would have done that is because I told you I have this new bit I'm excited about that you've heard me work out on the podcast about this is why the podcast started during the pandemic is to get my act together. And and it's been working. It's been helping. But the, the bit about um, someone telling me they're socially liberal but fiscally conservative and then uh, allowing for the fact that there's someone who's fiscally liberal but socially conservative and how I am socially liberal and socially conservative. And then just somehow at like 4.48 in the morning, I popped up thinking about, well, I have these characters in the joke. What if they, what would happen to them if they were, if, if someone were appraising them who were fiscally conservative and socially conservative? And then it dawned on me at 4.50 in the morning, oh, that's just somebody who's religious. And what would they say to them? <coughs> Excuse me. What would they say to my characters and my joke? And that maybe that's how I started thinking about Jim Jones. I, I'm not. I, I'm just thinking about. It. I'm not trying to get into a. And then you all had the wool pulled over your eyes because you grew up in the religion. I'm not saying that at all. I mean, there are d- different ways of looking at the world, but I'm not, I'm not trying to get into a religion thing right now. I think, though, what I figured out what would happen to the characters in the joke is that, well, is that a religious person would tell them what to do with the, tell them what to do with their bodies and then not help them do that thing with their bodies. Something like something like that. Anyway, it, it, it was funnier in my dream. And then that just got me thinking, I suppose, of uh, people who try to get other people to do things, which is uh, something I fucking despise. And I now, right now that I think about it, you know, if I w- again, maybe it's the bar being lower for men. I don't know. If I were a woman, 
I would despise pro-life if i were a pro-choice woman woman i think i would resent pro-life women more than i resented wait am i saying that right if i were a pro-choice woman i would resent pro-life women more than i resented pro-life men because i just expect men to fucking try to tell me what to do and then one of my sisters is like oh by the way uh i'm on their side i think that would irritate me more then I was trying to, and this is all at like 4.49 now in the morning. If I were a pro-life, if I were a pro-choice man, which I am, would I resent a pro-life man or woman telling me what to do with my body or my wife what to do with her body or my daughter what to do with her body? Who would I resent more? And I think neutral. I think neutral. But I think if I were a woman, I would resent the woman more because I... A, she's part of my sisterhood, and this is me now being a woman. <laughs> this is me be, part of being, and you know what? Women listen to this podcast, so I'm one of you, ladies. I'm part of the sisterhood, as you know. Um, and if you're a fella who listens to this uh, podcast, know that the majority of the listeners are women. So um, either they're they're trying to get they're trying to get good information about the opposition. <laughs> so they can take us down or maybe every once in a while I say a thing that connects with women and uh, if I can make some small contribution to you getting laid <laughs> no, to you uh, being a better man then you know maybe there's some not pearls of wisdom but whatever the smallest type of uh, precious rock is underneath there I think yeah I think if I were a pro-choice woman I would resent women more and that's the, just the beauty of the double standard, because you expect men to fuck you over. But when a woman does it to you, it's like, hey, sis, what are we doing here? And also, if you want to tell someone what to do with their body, how about this? Maybe this is the solution. How about if you want to tell a woman, hey, I know you're only a teenager, but you have to have this baby. Why don't you give them, you know, half a million dollars or something like that? How about that? Can we have... Can we have compromise? Can we have, uh, if you have to have the baby, guess what? You get a stipend. That's welfare, bro, welfare queen. Oh, fuck off. Just, do you, like, what do, you, what do you want people to do? Do you want them to have babies and then, you know? You know, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to have babies? What do you want these broad, what do you want... What do you want people to do? Do you want them to have babies and then not be dependent? Babies when they don't want to have babies or shouldn't be having babies. And then they're dependent on your hard-earned tax dollars. Again, remember, <laughs> it's only conservatives who describe their money as hard-earned. I don't know why that is. Oh, yeah, I do. It justifies not having to help anybody else. <laughs> right? Because even people without money, they don't work hard. Okay, 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 okay. Back to the list. You know who's on the list? I think Jim Jones might go on the list. If not for, you know, he's he might go on the list. I, and a couple other names have come to me. You know who goes on the list? Michael Phelps goes on the list. The swimmer Michael Phelps. Name one other swimmer. You can't. One other male swimmer. It's Michael Phelps. 
And I think you know who else you have to put on the list? Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky, the American. Name another female swimmer. Well, I mean, she's in the news every day now. I get it, but she's 24 years old and she has won her event at the Olympics three times. What? Yeah, three times. Oh, at the age of 15? Yes, that's right. And at the age of whatever is next, 18, 19? Yeah, that's right. And then again at 24, she did? Yeah, she did. She's on the list. Katie Ledecky, Michael Phelps, Jim Jones, Edwin Moses, the hurdler who didn't lose a name, another hurdler. Bolt, Usain Bolt is on the list. Are they all athletes? Uh, no. Uh... Bill Gates is probably on the list. <laughs> uh, for just being Bill Gates, I guess. For doing that. Whatever whatever that is. Fauci's on the list. Fauci is on the list. He's the he's the only epidemiologist you can name. And therefore, he's warranted to be on the list. Uh, I hope you don't have coronavirus either. And I'm confused by it now. Because we're supposed to wear masks, but we're supposed to... Who are we protecting? Are we trying to protect the unvaccinated from themselves? Yeah, I think that's what we're trying to do. Under the... <laughs> now I kind of feel like I'm getting into the conspiracy. I think they're just telling the vaccinated to wear masks and saying that we could possibly infect our kids just to scare us into helping them keep the unvaccinated from injuring themselves. But the unvaccinated don't give a fuck. So let them live. They're just, you know, just a couple kids out there trying to figure it out. Let them, let them live. Let them die. Also, if that's how it goes, um, that's a choice. That's what that's, that's liberty in the United States of America. <laughs> uh, what's the lyric? Freedom of, freedom of death. Uh, I don't want to waste your time thinking of the song lyric, so I'm not going to do that. We have a mask mandate in the city of Atlanta. The mayor, who's been missing for a whole year and a half, a whole year, uh, while Atlanta has been shooting itself to death. Atlanta, the Katie Ledecky of gun violence. Our mayor pops up the other day and says, hey, by the way, Keisha Lance Bottoms, she pops up and says, I know I've been hiding my head in the sand, but I'd like you to put your face behind a mask. And she issues a mandate, which I don't exactly know. I don't think that's a law. <laughs> if it is, it doesn't look like the, the police men and women of this city are enforcing it or really enforcing anything. Um, she says, wear a mask. And then like five minutes later, Brian Kemp, Brian Kemp said, we're not going to shut shit down. We are, there is no mask mandate in the state. And it's, I mean, this truly apolitically. What a fucking circus. What a, uh, what a kangaroo court. What a ridiculous, the governor says, don't do this. The mayor says this. Again, where are the adults? Where are the adults? But I went out over the weekend, and nobody's listening to Ms. Bottoms. 
there's and you know what here's how strong the pressure is i took a mask out because i'm a pussy and, and you know it's been weeks since i've said that word i went out wearing a mask and i walked into the comedy club and nobody was wearing masks and i took my mask off <laughs> that's that is just being a conformist no what's the word Com yeah compl compliant no, I conformed. I'm trying to think of the, uh, the obedience is when you're ordered. Compliance is when you just uh, uh, agree with a request. And then conformity is when I just do it on my own. That's what I was doing. On my own, I just conformed to the opposite adaptive. I, I'm, I'm conforming to that social norm of all those people not wearing masks. But what I sh would have been most adapted to the environment in the long run, is keep the mask on so I don't get the variant. And most important, I don't give it to my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't, I don't know what the deal is with the, with the masks. Um, but I think Fauci said, I'm not going to tell you anything about the pandemic. I'm just telling you my experience. I'm not going to tell you any facts because none of them are true, right? Fauci goes on the list. Let me know who else you think goes on the list. And when did I talk about that? I talked about it previously. I will find it. I will find the episode and I will put it in the show notes, as I, as I say, when I now refer to past episodes. Self-referential podcast. But I know people are getting caught up on it, so I'll let you know if you want to go back and hear the source material. If you are in the city of Atlanta... I'll tell you what, you should come to Limerick Junction tonight because we have about 35 comics on the show. Actually, that's not going to make you want to come to the show. <laughs> what would make you come to the show if I said you, you're going to have a slick, well-oiled machine of a comedy show that will at any moment threaten to go off the rails but always sort of land exactly where it needs to be for that night in history, in the in the time of our lives I've overbooked it a little bit because we have some out-of-towners that I want to make sure get on the show uh, William Childress is closing it out William Childress who actually lives in Atlanta is closing out the show you know who else is going to be on the show Alicia Coley Dats Tommy one of the most naturally funny people I've ever met I think just absolutely cracks me up who else is on there Rick Burr uh, Kenny Smith, Big Man Mike, Mike Albanese, Aaron Matsoda is on, and Lanny Farmer is on. That's a that's quite a lineup. I think that's like eight comics. So I'm not going to be dicking around too much at the beginning. And I am also, I'm telling myself right now, I am hosting Lightning Round this week. I've, I've not hosted it the last two weeks. And uh, I last week Gabby Watts hosted it, and the week before Liam Harvey hosted it. And they both said they had a good they, You know what? They both were nice enough to tell me that they had a good time. <laughs> they both had a good time doing, uh, hosting Lightning Round. But I'm going to host it tomorrow night, or tonight, as it were. So please come over to Limerick. And if you would like a $10 Limerick Junction t-shirt, come get one of those. They're very comfortable. And they are the only size I don't have right now is medium. Believe it or not, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, I have plenty of smalls available. The smalls are not 
flying off the shelves here in Georgia, USA. I have re-upped on the two XLs a couple times. <laughs> and on the XLs, plenty, plenty of smalls available. And uh, Limerick, you know, it's a free comedy show in Virginia Highland. What more do you need? They have drinks, a drink special. They have a $3 chocolate. It's like $3 sugar whiskey. It's whiskey with... It sounds like whiskey mixed with oatmeal raisin cookies. It sounds delicious, to be honest with you. And people drink it. So they have a three... If you, you can go to Limerick. Here's what you could do. You could go to Limerick with $10. You could have two shots of this chocolate whiskey and still leave a very nice tip for Justin the bartender. $4. You had your two whiskeys. You sip them. You're a gentleman or a gentle lady or a gentle non-binary... Uh, person who sips a chocolate whiskey over the course of a comedy show, leaves $4 on the bar, and walks home, and, you know, enjoys a, and has a nice evening. Other people will do like 35 shots of those chocolate whiskeys. So come out and see comedy, and uh, I have a bunch of other shows and stuff to tell you about, but I much preferred, including one person who, uh, a booker of a comedy club who, Flattered, they reached out um, and asked if I would uh, if I would be open to doing <laughs> a show, some sort of some sort of show. Would I be open to doing it? Which is like, you know, not exactly offering me the show and the money, cash on the barrel. Just like, would you be? I'm just putting feelers out to see like if I can get you to do it, or maybe I can get somebody better are a level or two above you. <laughs> I just want to see if you'd be open, and that will help me understand the market a little bit. Because if I say, no, I would not be open to that, then that tells them one thing. But if I said, yeah, I'd be open to do that, like, okay, good, maybe I can get someone better. <laughs> anyway, have a great rest of the week. Come to Limerick if you feel like it. If not, let me know if you know about the Jonestown documentary I can watch, a Chernobyl definitive documentary. Uh, and then also, what else? Oh, U.S. Highway System. And then if you make coasters, let me know. Email the podcast, yesjoesmith at gmail.com, or find me on Instagram, at yesjoesmith. Okay, thank you for listening. Have a great week, and I will talk to you on Friday. <laughs>